Always good to have a pioneer on the show, and today we have one of the hardest-working, most successful pioneers in the business, a man who saw gold when he saw color bars. That's it, color bars. Some of you might not remember that, but years ago you used to see color bars on your TV, and he saw them one late night and created a whole new way to sell directly to people in their homes. He's a serial entrepreneur, an author. He swam with the fishes on Shark Tank, and he's here today on All Business. Welcome Kevin Harrington. He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. Hey, Kevin, I am so glad you joined me. You and I have had a chance to meet a couple of the different times, and I've just admired your career, what you've done, and it's just good to have you. So thanks for coming on. Great to be here, Jeff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now, you were born in Cincinnati, but I don't think you live there now, do you? Or where do you live these days? Okay, so I moved. Uh, Cincinnati was a great town, Procter & Gamble, very conservative. Um, at, to grow my business as an entrepreneur, I had to get out of town, so yeah. to speak, and I moved to Philadelphia, built a little public company there uh, in Philadelphia, and um, and then uh, when I when I uh, sold my interest in that company, I moved to Florida. So I'm in Tampa, St. Pete, Florida, the home of Home Shopping Network, where ah. I formed a venture with those guys a few years back. So sure. great place. You know, my a, my uncle used to be the uh, city on the city council for Largo, Florida. So just oh, you just, know what Largo is it's you know I, I love Florida you can play golf 350 days a year it's you know it's a, it's a it's a growing area a lot of people moving south nowadays yeah. you know uh, so it's it's a state that increases in numbers every year but I, I I love it down there and home shopping network I've been a client of theirs for 25 years so it's good to have them around the corner also well speaking of that i mean you've kind of been known as the inventor in fact you're the first person that that started creating infomercials you've been known as the inventor of the infomercial how did that get started so i in 1984 uh, more than 30 years ago i was watching tv it was late night and all of a sudden the channel went dark it was discovery channel and then bars came on the screen and I found out, I didn't stay up for the whole six hours, uh, but I found out that for six hours, Discovery Channel had bars on the screen. So, but I, I, at first I thought there was a technical problem, like there's, <laughs> what, what's wrong? It's, I'm not getting the delivery of the signal. They, they, the cable company said, no, Discovery delivers us an 18-hour-a-day feed. We put bars on the screen for the other six hours. So I called Discovery, and I, after talking to them, I found out, you know what? Um, you don't, they're an 18 hour a day network. So I said, how about I buy that extra six hours from you and I'll put products in there. And so we started and I, and I bought the time for a thousand dollars a day, six hours a day. Oh my God. And it was generating 30 million in revenue. So I figured, I think I made a good deal. Yeah, it was a good deal. (laughs) I'm sitting here dying because I know what that time I bought, you know, weekly time on primetime television shows for years. Um, you know, as a marketer yeah. and then doing my own show, my own show, which I partnered with Bloomberg on. So I know exactly how many millions that's worth. It, 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 it was, you know, but this again, you got to remember it was back in the mid 80s. Yeah, but, but still, that's when I started doing, I was doing Jinsu Knives and, and Tony Little Fitness and, and uh, uh, Jack LaLanne Juicers. And then we got into, you know, we 
I found ran into George Foreman and you know on and on and on. So I actually discovered Billy Mays. Uh, God bless him. He's passed away yeah, a few years ago now. I but love that guy. Billy, uh, he was at the Philadelphia Home Show pitching a car product, and so I, you know, I've had a, a nice run over the last thirty years uh, producing uh, lots of uh, you know five, over five hundred infomercials. It's been it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. What was the best product you ever sold? I mean, you, you just mentioned a bunch of those. And quite frankly, Kevin, I didn't know that you had done all those. I mean, you actually did the George Foreman grill, and I knew about uh, Tony, and I knew Billy. Yeah. So, yeah. so Tony Little was the best that I ever did uh, because it Tony was a, like, he kept coming back, and we were able to do another and another and another. We did we did the, the Tony Little Ab Isolator. We did the Tony Little Target training. Each one of those was over $300 million. Then the Gazelle ended up over a billion dollars. That product was a huge, huge success. So, I mean, Tony's brand has done over $3 billion total. Wow. I, I've been involved in, you know, over a billion and a half of that. And so I don't own these guys. And, you know, they, they, they some of them create their own stuff and, and move, move, move their own deals. But, but Tony was, was great. And, and you know, there, there's a change happening in the business, though. The, what's, what's happening nowadays is there's fewer viewers on TV, and the, the networks are still trying to get the same amount of money for the time. You yeah, know, you can't that, do that. That's yeah. all. They got budgets to make, right? So, so what's it doing? It, are you moving it somewhere else, or are you? Yeah. So it's changing, just like you know, print isn't like it used to be. TV isn't like it used yeah. to be. I've been you know preaching about you know the over the top channels, which I've got with my own C suite network. And you've got your own t- you've got your own TV show. I was looking at the other day, and so we, you and I should talk about that sometime as well. Yeah, well, you know, when when we get back, I, I open an office in New York. We'll have to huddle when you're here next. But so I'm yeah, I'm, I'm over the top. I'm going, but I'm also I'm big in mobile now. Yeah. So um, you know, I've launched a, a new network in the, the the mobile business with Sprint as my partner, and Sprint is. Um, and and I, the, the, the correct term is a, uh, an alliance with Sprint. Sprint is Sprint is giving the distribution of, of a mobile app uh, that, that that gives uh, that, that we, it's, a, it's a mobile commerce. We call it M Commerce. Yeah. Do they so take? A, they must take a piece of that though, though, right? Just like the they take a, they take a piece. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people don't know how that works with television too. Or the way it works with TV, when you 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 know, I used to always. You see certain shows popping up, infomercials that are now half an hour or so, and, and or or they could be short form. That of course that's known more as a long form. That they are getting yeah. a percentage of the take of what comes through there every single hour, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so that's something new and exciting. But I'm also one of the really hottest projects. I think that's. Uh, you know, and obviously, this mobile commerce is near and dear to my my core business of, of commerce, uh, from infomercial e-commerce to m-commerce now. But a company called Digits um, is a is a company I invested in recently. It's the, actually the fastest and easiest and most secure way to get paid as a merchant. Okay, it's a it's a it's a pretty cool um, uh, new. Um, is this uh, for you know, mostly for small system. business for small small businesses using it? Yeah. Yeah, it's for, well, this is the thing. There's 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 three kinds of, of merchants. There's those that swipe cards. There's those that have shopping carts, and then there's everyone else, right? Mm-hmm, right. So if if you can't swipe a card, or like like a doctor or a lawyer, maybe, well, you know, and maybe a doctor can, but a, a lawyer remotely 
you know, it, he, he can't, doesn't, he doesn't, do he doesn't yeah. have a shopping cart and right. he doesn't swipe. So what do you do? Well, you know, this is, this is the profile that we use now for, um, for, for, for processing cards. And, and so these are kind of like medium sized, smaller sized entrepreneurs. Sure. This is actually a, a trillion dollar plus business and growing at over 15% a year. Well, and it's a faster way for these guys to get their money too, right? They're going to get paid, the, yeah. you know, the next day, actually. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's a it's a it's a cool program. Um, I teamed up with some some pretty heavyweight uh, folks, uh, the, 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 some Visa, PayPal, and Apple folks, and um, and and Laura Wagner, who's actually one of the pioneers and and and, and head of the company. Um, she's been, you know, she pioneered McDonald's payment processing for, you know, no fees and, and, you know, way back she was involved with Neiman Marcus and, and uh, gift cards, one of the pioneers of that business. And, um, and, and, and a couple of folks from, um, you know, the, David Jacques from, uh, was the first CEO of PayPal, Linda Perry was head of acquisitions at Visa and, oh, and wow. Edward, uh, Katsui was the director of, of, of global, um, acquisitions, uh, also, um, in, a, in a company uh, that, that, that he was with. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's a great group of folks. And, and this is the thing. I've processed over, well, I've done $4 billion in sales. Probably $3 billion of that was done through, through merchant processing. So it's sort of my way to get even for all, all the fees I paid all those years, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. A lot of people made a lot of money off me. I didn't yeah. realize that there really is big money in this processing business. Oh, it's it's a huge thing. I've actually spoken to a couple of those groups. I'm sitting here thinking about the money you're talking about. I and the budgets I've managed over the years. That's a, you're talking about a lot of money. What was the the best product that you've ever sold in the infomercial business? Well, I would say um and, and when you say best, do you mean? Well, I don't know. I, you know, I, I kind of, the most I, you or, know, I, I almost want to say what was the funnest. I, I actually might want to know that one first. What would be okay, the, so, the funnest? Uh, because okay. I mean, you said Tony, <laughs> Tony, you did billions. Okay, yeah. got that. It's a lot of money. Yeah. But what was the, what was okay, kind of so like the me, best let funnest? Some, let yeah. me tell you some fun, fun and funny ones, right? Yeah. This guy, this this um, carpenter, walks in my office one day, and he's, he's a like a burly guy, big beard, and looked like a lumberjack, and he says. The all day long, I saw all over my head, the sawdust lands in my hair. And I, the other day, I, I take this, I take a vacuum cleaner to get all the sawdust out of my hair. And I look up, and it's a, this vacuum cleaner sucking my hair up evenly. And I look at it, I think, if there was a pair of scissors right there, <laughs> it would cut my hair evenly and, and clean the mess and take it into the vacuum. I remember okay? this, pro- so I remember this product. <laughs> yeah. He says, I, so I invented the Floby. Okay. Yeah. Now, so what made this the funnest product for me probably is everybody laughed at me when I told them I'm going to invest in a vacuum haircutting device that sucks the hair off your head and takes it into a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. In fact, my when I, I did the show, we sold $100 million worth of this product plus. Then we created one for pets. Oh, yeah. And then I remember when I took this. it yeah. international, like I took it to Japan, my partner in Japan, they wouldn't tell me. They, they, they For six months, they kept saying, well, it's under advisement. It's under advisement. I'm yeah. like, guys, what, you know, you're not going to run this? And said, I, you know, my partner was Sumi Tomo. I said, well, if you don't want to run it, I'll take it over to Mitsui. You know, you guys have the exclusive deal with me, but, you know, I have a great asset here in the U.S. And so finally they said, look, just to prove to you, because they finally came clean and said, look, this is never going to work in Japan. And yeah. I said, 
And they didn't want to tell you no, which is well, they didn't want to tell you no, which is a big culture thing in Japan. That's they don't exactly, like saying no. So right? what they do is they, they they push it and they push it and push it. Well, it's under advisement. We're thinking about it because yeah. they, they just yeah. don't want to embarrass you by saying no. They, right. Yeah, they kept saying very interesting yeah. under <laughs> under advisement, right? Exactly. So finally, they put it up. They said, okay, we're. I, I said to them, guys, I have. I think I have a feeling you you really don't like it, but if you would just test it once. And then you can show me that it didn't work. Then I'm, then I'm happy to move on, right? Yeah, so, exactly. so they they tested it, and it was their number one show. So <laughs> <laughs> that and so so I mean to this day when I when I talk to, to those guys from Japan, they they joke that that it's you know it takes a hard charging entrepreneur from the United States to come in. To, to their country and and make that kind of thing happen because yeah. that that product may never have aired if it, if, if it had just been left to, to them to decide. So that's what makes for a good partnership. Well, and think I, about think about the, the things that we yeah. are. You're saying something that's very smart. Sometimes the things we think are the stupidest ideas turn out to be the best ideas. It, you know, we might not always hey. see it right away, right? I mean, I bet you there's my, some that my, you passed on that you you thought yeah. this is this is freaking nuts, and they turn out to be great products. Yes, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I can tell you a few of those. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll tell you about one of those in a second. But just you talk about Goofy, I, you know, I, I did a, a couple seasons on Shark Tank, right? Yep, and, yep. and people always say, "What's some of the goofiest stuff you saw on Shark Tank?" And like, I invested in a cat toilet training system that teaches cats get rid of the litter box. I remember this one. Now goes to the bathroom yep. on the top of the toilet, right? Yep. And it's called City City Kitty. And so, um, so we, it, 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 if it's for thirty bucks, if it doesn't work, we will give you your money back, right? But it's yeah. less than ten percent returns, and this is a product that's now done over ten million dollars in sales. By the way, who wants so, to take back one of those ki- uh, ki- city kitty uh, potty <laughs> things? I am not touching that yeah. thing with anything. You, yeah, people don't like returning something that cats have been doing. Pi- they've been funny pissed stuff on. on they've right? been pi- I can say you piss. Know? We can say that right on, uh, on my show. I'm not going to get bleeped. That's okay, funny. Good. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I'm not necessarily excited to tell, but I was doing Tony Little Fitness, and one of my guys in the company was—he he was um, a young kid in his 20s, and he was involved in the media distribution and satellite distribution of some things we were doing called uh, satellite programming. And he's Tony Little was making all this money. One month, Tony got a check for a million dollars, and this kid said, "I got a great idea." And I'm going to start my own company, and I want to call it Beachbody. And I'm like, "What do you mean, Beachbody?" He's like, "Well, you know, because all women want to have a beach body. It's springtime coming up." And so I said, "Good luck to you." And, and off he went. Carl Deichler was his name, and Carl started Beachbody, which now owns P90X yep. and all these different shows. He's doing a billion dollars in sales. Yeah. And, um, and and I actually wished him good luck to the tune of I. I my president of my company at that time, I was the CEO and I had a president and Carl was involved in, in syndication of the shows. Carl and the president, the president funded Carl to start and Carl built this billion dollar company. So it's one that got away, but he actually did offer me a piece at one, at one point. So that's, it's, that's it's, awesome. It's, 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 well, it's my, my issue, not, not, uh, not Carl's. But well, sometimes, sometimes you have to go to school. Let me, let me bring this in. Uh, Liberty Tax, one of our great sponsors, great partner of mine. Love these guys. They're offering a tuition-free tax school starting in September. Hey, learn a new skill, start a new career path, explore their franchising opportunities. 
Liberty Tax is branded tax service demonstrated by, if you remember, you've probably seen these, Kevin, these Statue of Liberty waivers out on the street corner. Oh, sure. Every, that's, yeah. that's Liberty Tax. they got over 4,000 locations yeah. in the United States and in Canada. So pretty cool. So going back to school. Now, Liberty, right. you, you had, there's two things I want to bring up. One was one of your flops, and i got to bring it because you know, we both know, we learn through the things yeah. we screw up mostly. Yeah, and, and if we don't, okay. you know, if we don't have that one, I, yeah. and I remember that this one I read when my staff put it together and they showed me it. And the quote I got to read you, you said one of your biggest flops was the chubby checker twister sizer. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> the chubby checker comes walking to my office one day and he's and he and he says, you know, I'm I'm the guy that created the twist and people all over the world were twisting and and what were they doing they were getting all this great exercise so i'm going to create a twisting device that they that they can twist to and and exercise and lose weight yeah. and the, the challenge was chubby checker was still a little chubby at the time exactly yeah i was gonna say chubby chubby wasn't slim checker it was chubby checker I, I'm, I'm like with a name like chubby i should have known that i you know do, do invest in a, in, a, in a fitness product with a with a with the name like chubby so, when uh, I, I, I read when I read that, that quote, half a million dollars, right? half a million. You learn I, the yeah. quote. The quote that I, I got. I should have known to invest a half a million dollars in a fitness product with a man named Chubby was probably not a good idea. So that bombed. <laughs> I got to tell you, Kevin. I, le- I, I started laughing out loud in my office when I read that quote. So it was just hilarious. So, but you, you learn. You. But you, you learn from that experience, right? You, you know. No, I did. Yeah. I did. And you know what we do now, Jeff? We I. This was pre-internet, right? Yep. So we, you know, he comes in. I'm excited. I'm an entrepreneur. Sometimes a good salesman. I'm a good salesman. Very easy to sell, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Chubby sold me on the deal. We went with a really high-profile show and producer. But now I have this internet testing system that I use. I have a million buyers. See, I bought AskSeamanTV.com at one point, and I owned it for five years, and it's the largest portal of everything AskSeamanTV. And so we had millions of buyers, and so I would take this, this buyer list of a million plus, two million, whatever the number was, and I could throw out a new product to that list and, and use it to, to set up a profile on the response back of, you know, what do you think of this product, you know? So almost like a focus group. And so, so we developed this Internet testing platform now where, where for literally under $1,000, I can I can put products out and I rank the responses back analytically in a one to ten fashion. Yep. So if I get you know if I get a you know a, a one or a two, I know historically now don't even touch those products. If it's a five or a six, I may need more information. But if it's an eight or a nine, that's a, a, a home run probably, and we need to get moving fast. So it's we 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 use a lot more analytics and we use a lot more of this internet kind of. Uh, uh, platform and now in the in the mobile business we're moving into mobile is all about data and 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 uh, you know all the different kinds of uh, you know uh, myriads of, of uh, data points that you get yeah you get a lot of there's a lot of there are a lot of ROI points that you can get with with mobile and yes. with anything digital that we didn't have 
with just television or, or t- more traditional media sources that we do get with digital. I, you know, I, I think that you're, you just pointed out something that's very smart is to have some kind of filter or some way of process to validate check. You know, I have that. I've bought and sold 250 businesses in my career, and, I, and I, I, you can almost instantly tell when something's success or not, just certain things. At least they test, yeah. you know, my, my litmus test or whatever the test is, that filter. I think that's a smart thing for entrepreneurs or any business leader to do. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You you know, you also said something else that we picked up, and I want to make sure the listeners hear, is sales guys love other sales guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We do, don't Um, we? I mean, you and I both, we're we're so much alike. I remember the first time we met each other, we we, we had instant chemistry. You know, there's always that because we're both sales guys. We we get each other, you know? It's so much fun. It's like like raising the nuclear rods out of the cooling tanks when guys like us get together. (laughs) It's scary. You got to be careful as a sales guy not to have a whole company full of sales guys. Yeah, exactly. You need good finance guys and yeah. operations guys and all the other kind of assessments. Well, do you there, do but, that with your but, management? Do you have a management team? Like, for instance, in my team, I've got Carl Post. Carl is is my yin to yang. I mean, he's we're complete opposites. We're great friends and, and you know great family. We're it, without him, I wouldn't have the success I've got. And he's he's the detail. I mean, d- really nuts and bolts. And he's 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 body checking me all the time around the stuff that we do because i i you know i'm look i go go crazy sometimes and do you have that in yeah. your operation i i do i i surround i i put a um a, an old friend of mine he he was 10 years the president of l'oreal beauty mm-hmm. um an eight billion dollar company out of france yep. um he ran the u.s division and so i brought uh his name is jim morrison he's my coo and then he brought a 28-year VP of finance from L'Oreal in as the head of our finance side. So, so I've got operations, got right finance, and all the right. You know, so I, I so I'm the CEO, but I've got a good team of, of experts uh, around. And then, and then I have, of course, we're in the production business too. So I've, I've got a daytime producer that won six Emmys, and he produced the Dr. Raj Show, Ellen DeGeneres, um, Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, you know, all, all those, you know, Beth and Frankel, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, so I, I you know, I, I always, I believe that when you hire the right people, they, they will not only, it's an investment in, in building a huge business. And because the wrong people will cost you so much money uh-huh. that you're paying for the, you're, you're paying more for the wrong people because they make mistakes that cost you money. You could have hired the right people to begin with. Yeah. I, I, I think that's awesome. You know, you made a quote in, I like to describe my past as the rise, fall, and rise of Kevin Harrington. I can describe my failures yep. as easily as my successes. And I, I always like to hear successful people talk about their failures because we've got a long list of them. We tend to forget about them, but we can pull them out yep. of our, uh, you know, and at, at the time they're painful sometimes. But years later, we start laughing about the stupid stuff that we did and couldn't believe that we were such morons to do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, no. It's it. You know, I had I had a, a really tough. I had a business that was doing. We were uh, about eighty five million a year in sales, and we 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 weren't uh, losing money. We weren't you know hugely profitable, but we, we you know we were we were, we were actually a profitable company. And one day, we our bank, um, they they pulled a clause in, in, in the contract. They were merchant processing. And this is why I'm in the merchant processing business now. They they grabbed a couple million dollars um, 
in in additional security for you know against our our account. And I already had a half a million sitting there in uh, reserve, and so they wanted another two million dollar reserve. Right. So that sent us into a tailspin. I mean, you take two million dollars operating capital out of any oh, company it, that's you. you know small yeah. and you know Smaller, entrepreneurially run. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, and and it's gonna you know, put shockwaves into the system. So we, you know, that was, was a, a, a real difficult time. We, we ended up working through it, but, um, you know, it's like that, that was, you know, it, it, we, I ended up selling the company in the process because we were just, you know, virtually out of business in the process. So although we were, how do you do 85 million, make a profit and then be forced to, to sell your company. So, yeah. um, cause I, I was seeking financing and, you know, then one of our competitors ended up buying us, but it's, you know, so it's like you, 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 you never know what the card is going to be dealt to you. I mean, every Monday I come in and the, and the bank that was processing our cards, the, the money would hit our account. You know, they would get those credit cards over the weekend. They process them and then deposit the money in our account. And one, and, 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 and one Monday, my CFO comes in and says they, they didn't put two million dollars in from last week. They're holding it for extra reserve, and that's uh, you know, yeah, yeah. That Hello. was my offering. Hey, so, welcome yeah. to Monday. You know? Exactly. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, you, so, it, I, you I know, bet you 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 must you felt like your stomach dropped through your feet right right then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no I mean it's it, it, I've never experienced you know the the, the amount of. Uh, of frustration and yeah. hired lawyers and this and that and you know so when it when it was all said and done it, it ended up actually working out okay for me but it was it was just one of those things that could have taken us completely out of business you know yeah. so um you know we we survived it and and ended up believe it or not we went from that point and built on onward up to 500 million in sales after that point so so, uh, you know, so then I then I ended up getting the bank president to be the president of the company. So, oh, so those go. are yeah. the kinds of things that, um, you know, it's live and learn. Um, Winston Churchill uh, says success is being able to go from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm. <laughs> and um, so that's me. I, you know, <laughs> I, I come out of a failure, try to, you know, approach it head on. And I say, fail fast and fail cheap, yeah. and get onto the big ones. Then yeah, you know, do it, yeah, do it fast. I think I like uh, you. You have this quote: "In business, growing fast is a pleasure, but growing too fast it can be a curse." Right? I mean, oh yeah. How many times? Yeah. I, 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 you can outgrow your cash flow. You can outgrow, even though you're profitable. I mean, you could still have a real problem in keeping up with the business. And that's kind of what was. That's why yeah. the bank was nervous. Sure. We, we were growing too fast. Yeah. They had. They didn't know. They didn't know how to. They hadn't experienced this. We were an 18-month-old company uh, at that point at 85 million a year in sales and um, annualized, and and we it just they were they were looking at our processing and the liabilities. And I honestly, in, in hindsight, looking back, I, I don't blame uh, them because you know they were trying to protect themselves. But you, if, if you pull two million out of a young company. Um, you're going to put them out of business in many cases, so which is almost what happened to us. Do you, so have you changed you know, your are, Have you changed your practice with that, Kevin? I mean, the, the reason I ask you that because you know I have a I use a small bank in South Dakota. That's the it's a you know we it's on handshake stuff like that. And many times they'll say, Jeff, uh, we don't always understand what you're doing, but we trust you. And what I do right. is continually go back to them and say, guys, I want to show you what I'm doing. 
I want to show you how I'm doing it. I want you to know yeah. that, you know, in, in about eight months from now, I'm going to come to you because I, I think it's when I'm going to need the cash. It might be six months, but I'm going to need this. And I want you to start watching what I'm doing because this isn't done here in South Dakota. I'm going to do it in New York. And they, and right. they I go out of my way to make sure my banker knows what the hell I'm doing at all times. That's a great, that's a great plan. And so, when, and, and I didn't realize when I hired the bank president, that's what he was doing, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. Having lunch on a regular basis and planting all those seeds and yep. those relationships. Because they, 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 feel, they feel comfortable and they trust you and they, 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 they love getting the updates. And, and, um, and I, I think it's, a, I think it's a, great, a great plan. And every now and then he'd have me come along and, you know, rah, rah, right. uh, you know, keep, keep things yeah, moving. Pull, but, pull, um, pull you out every so I, often, away, but don't put too much of, too much of it. It could be scary for them, I would imagine, for bankers. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same thing for me. Yeah. yeah, they only want to have lunch with me every, <laughs> like, twice a year. That's it. That's exactly right. Yeah, there but, you go. But you have to do that. Good I mean, t- I always tell people, your customer, everybody says the customer is the most important. I said, well, sometimes your partners, your vendors are just as important as your customers, you know? And oh yeah, very, very absolutely. Yes, you, you just, well, you your just bankers, they, they, I mean, look, you, you, in many cases, it, you know, depending on your lines of credit and things, you got to re- maintain certain ratios. Yep. And you know, if you get out of ratio, you have to disclose it. And um, and and if you have a good relationship coming out of ratio, um, you 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 know, you can walk them through maybe an isolated situation of yep. why you're just you know you're just a little bit off, and you know, because they can you know call you. On, on loans and things, and so, you know, having a good relationship is very, very important. Yeah, you don't want to surprise um, them. No surprises is the best thing for bankers. Keeping them educated, is, yeah. that's that's a good good model. So uh, maybe someday I'll, uh, you know, I, it's funny, as I, I go back to Cincinnati, there's some conservative banks back there. In the old days, I could never get any money out of, out of them, but um, it's probably how you approach them, how you do business with them, and and you know, so I, I I I bet you using some of your techniques, you could probably you could probably do business with any bank if you if you keep them on on the on the uh, on the kind of ed- educated uh, basis like you're talking about. Well, I always try to make it my partner because I, I they got something I want and something I need, and they have something they can give to me, and they want the business usually. But but it's tough. Yeah. It's been tougher. I you know earlier I had interviewed Steve Forbes. And we were talking about the credit crunch for a lot of small businesses. It's been a lot tougher. Let me ask you something, because you mentioned Japan. Not all the things that you have done have been transferable, and yet we think that sometimes. We think, well, geez, if we're successful here in the States, we ought to be successful in Japan or in France or in England or, you know, or in Germany. But that's not always the case, is it? No. No, no, because we, we sell a lot of information products over the years back uh, when Tony Robbins first came out with his infomercial, um, you know, we were licensing projects from others. Guthy Ranker owned it. I licensed it from them, tried to take it into Europe and Asia. And the, one of the challenges there was his personal power program was on audio tape at the time. And, it, and when, he, when, when he first came out, by the way, that's, that's what they were. They were audio cassette tapes, if you remember those days, right? Yep. This is even before DVDs. So, it, but it was Tony's the power of Tony Robbins, his voice on these tapes. So when you took those and had to dub them into Japanese with the Japanese person speaking for Tony, it lost all of its authenticity and power. And it was this was a, a program called Personal Power. 
So it was a very difficult program to take into foreign markets. We did have some success with it here and there, but spotty. But it wasn't, you know, like the Vince Knight or or, or a, a Tony Little Fitness product. Generally, could you know pretty much go almost anywhere. But you know, when making money in real estate, you know, was tough because real estate's different country to country, different tax codes, different real estate structures. Um, the, the self improvement is was tough because it was the power of the voice and the connection with that mentor that you were making um, on those those tapes. And and so yeah, I mean. I'd say probably 70 to 80% of what we did would generally work. I'll give you another one that was impossible. We did Harry Lorraine's mega, um, um, uh, memory power. Oh, I remember and that. Ha- yeah. Harry, yeah. Harry would go on the Johnny Carson show and, and, and recite 400 people's names. Um, you know, he did 26 uh, visits to the Johnny Carson show. But when you, but memory was, was, you know, rhyming words. Yeah. So when you dubbed his, the program into foreign languages, the rhymes didn't, didn't work. Uh, continue didn't work. in the yeah. language, right? Uh-huh. Yep. So, so you know, those kinds of products were very difficult to take on a global basis. Well, hey, Kevin, let me also take a break. I'm sure you watched the bottom line as we heard, but no one would necessarily call you a bean counter. But let's hear it for those bean counters at Duncan, because those guys make sure that about 2,000 beans go into every pound of Duncan coffee. So keep counting on those beans, guys, because I'm running on Duncan. All business runs on Duncan, and America runs on Duncan. I, I can imagine, Kevin, you drink some coffee yourself. The way, you, the way I'm listening, I like to you. coffee. Yeah, yeah. How many cups do you I have love a day? Coffee. How many cups? Uh, I do a couple in the morning. Yeah. I I stop at three o'clock in the afternoon. Do you? Uh, because yeah. it, I I want yeah I got I want to I want to get uh, if I drink a cup of coffee after three o'clock, it's sometimes. A, keep me awake but uh, awake. i love i love I've, i'll have three or four cups in a day generally um it's it's just it, it's i it's it, it's motivating for me um yeah. kind of get you going get, uh, which is good uh, I, I love it I, yeah. I drink about four double espressos a day that's what i do and i can have there one of, i can have one at five <laughs> o'clock and i can have one at dinner and I will still be asleep. If I put my head on down and I want to go to sleep, I can do that. Yeah. It's an acquired skill. Hey, let me get That's in. Great. I want to ask you, rapid fire. Here we go. I'm gonna. This is a test, so buckle up, man. This is ready. You ready? Okay. All right, here we go. Infomercial or television? Which is better? Television. I love I love that. Well, I love that word. It's, because people didn't know what the word infomercial meant. Yeah. So I, I I called it. I would say to people, we do infomercials. They're like, "What's that?" It's like it's like television that sells. Television. Television. And then they understood. Yeah, but did they look at you like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I gotta imagine. When I went to like... England first, my company was called Television because they didn't know I couldn't call it infomercial. Yeah. They, they said, "What is an infomercial?" And, you know, I said, "It's television. We sell on television." So well, it, was, uh, it was kind of a self-explanatory. Well, you know, when I was at Kodak, we did an infomercial. We actually did two of them, and they were massively, hugely successful. And, you know, the, and, and probably yeah. the, it was the first time anyone had ever done a mainstream product like that, other than, like, quite frankly, let me say it, like colon blow or something like that is what we were used to. Yeah. You know, and this, right. it was the first time someone took a mainstream product, and we did that. And uh, it was hugely successful. What was the funniest infomercial you ever saw? Just the funniest. Oh, the, the funny, you know, Vince, the ShamWow guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you ever watched him, but 
he's he's always cutting up and yeah. you know and, and, and foul mouthed and and he's throwing things behind him and you know so sham wow was funny and I like um, the, I like you know, this uh, he, this guy with the flex seal the flex seal you yeah. like that where they yeah. they, they, they sealed the, the the screen door boat and screen door boats <laughs> the guy just sealed a car and made it into a submarine I thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> you know I wouldn't want to be in that submarine myself no but, me you know, neither <laughs> but but if, if, if you're going to fill a crack what the hell um, let me ask yeah. you. There's two words. Choose one: vocation or vacation. Oh, I like a vacation because yeah. I, I work so hard that um, I need I need a vacation. Uh, I'm taking my wife to New Orleans in two weeks. Awesome. So, Good for you. Yeah. So I it, I do. I'll say this. I like I like to recharge. I yeah. work 18 hours a day for seven days in a row, and yeah. then I'll go play golf for a couple of days. You know. Yeah. I, so like I live that. in Florida. We got the beaches and we got the golf course. So golf courses so uh belong to you know the, the the right places to play golf and hang out at the beach and and, and recharge it because you you know you can't keep burning both ends of the candle continuously you always need to have a little bit of time time away thinking about i'm this is off subject what the heck i just yell squirrel and go off subject for a second but hey, down in tampa there used to be a place called the k-pot tree is that still around that restaurant i, I K-Pock, um, is it a, it, it, there's a K-Pock uh, campgrounds. No, it used to be a restaurant? restaurant. It was a fancy restaurant. And, man, we were, we thought we were uptown when I went to visit my Uncle Joe and uh, Uncle Jack and my Uncle Bob and my grandmother, and they would take us and we'd go to dinner there. That was a swanky place. I'm, I'm going to check out. Wow. Yeah. All right. Here's I, a, don't, here, I don't. If, if it's still there, I haven't been there. So. Okay. Well, you, if it I'll, is, I'll, you, I'll should you should go. You should go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Thank should. you. Yeah, but, okay. Here, here's another one. Ginzu knife or the Great Walk of China? China. Oh, Great Walk of China! I, I have. To, I mean, every Ginsu became a, a household name, but um, it, it's. I actually didn't invent the Ginsu, and I never owned that trademark because yeah. somebody else came somebody up else with did. it. Yeah. I I created the Great Walk of China. That that was my name. We we it was a hand hammered Chinese walk, and um, and and it started with a flat piece of metal and. and 2,000 pound marks that would go into it to make it a walk. And and it was it was just the reason it, it was a product that everybody again, laughed at me and said, this will never work because, you know, everyone could buy a walk for 10 bucks. Why right. would, why would someone pay $40 for the hand-hammered great walk of China? So it was it was a great story. And, and I like the stories of, uh, you know, when someone tells me something's not going to work, and I really believe that it will, that motivates me even more oh, to make yeah. it successful. Yeah, don't you? And doesn't it feel like you almost want to walk by and go, nah, 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 nah. You know, just, I mean, a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah. When you came up with the name, yeah. like, Great Walk of China, I, I mean, when, when I saw that, I remember it reminded me of that, and I didn't know that you'd done this product. I just go, like, you know, the. Might be a couple sockies, uh, you know. We were all sitting around <laughs> drinking. <Okay. laughs> but you, but you, when you do it, you go like, "That's it. That's what I want." Yeah, you know. Oh, that. No, no. When, when we hit on that, you yeah. know, and, and and you know, nowadays 
people come up with a name, first thing they do, they go tie up the dot com. Oh, you without question. Ballot days, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, no, you I go bought, grab every. I had to buy everyone. I had to buy a dot com back from somebody for you know a hundred and some thousand at one point, and you know because oh yeah, I'll, I'll get that registered for you, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, for ten bucks he did, and then sold it back to me for a big number. Exactly. You know, so yeah. you know, I don't trust people anymore in those in those areas. Yeah, we we do. I I own I literally own hundreds of different dot coms dot bizes and so forth and and some of them are future products that someday i'm going to do you know what what was yeah. the what was the best product you ever saw on shark tank which was you know you did a great job on that show by the way it was you, you well, really did I I, you know i do that. a lot of tv and i you did a great job and you look good on it but and I, you were well respected i had a i had a lot of fun doing shark tank and did 175 segments and um i uh, um i say um, well, the, the best one I had you know, in terms of sales was 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 the City Kitty. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think of, uh, of 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 overall. You know, there 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 was a um, there's there's a product right now that's done pretty doggone well, and I think Lord Grenier did it. It's the Squatty Potty. Yeah, okay. the Squatty Potty. And yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Have you heard about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh one? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It started on Shark Tank. Yeah. And um, God bless. It's a you know it's 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 to help people go to the bathroom better. And Howard Stern was like he 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 gave it so much free publicity that it between Shark Tank and Howard Stern, this company is going to do tens of millions, if not more than a hundred million by the time it's all done. And it's now in Bed Bath and Beyond, moving yep. big numbers, and it's you know so I I, I that's that's one. That it was, it was kind of really cool to see that you could take a product like that, put it on the show like Shark Tank, get it on the Howard Stern, get it in the retail stores, no infomercial, but it's a huge success. So that's I think that's a real testament to the power of, of media and Shark Tank and, and the rest. So, well, it's um, fun, yeah, it's fun I, to see I, some I, of the products, too, that they, they have on the show, and you see them on the – like the Copa wine. You know that? Remember that, that one? Where the the guy yes. uh, a single served uh, wine in a glass or plastic I can't remember yeah and I'm yeah. starting to see he's them in the airports get, and a couple of other places yeah he's trying to get Cuban to put them into his arenas and stuff like that but yeah. yes uh, you know hey some ideas just make so much sense and um, and and yeah so you know so some you know the one thing people that don't realize with Shark Tank though they come on there and they think oh that's all they got to do is that one time appearance on Shark Tank they're going to be set it's you know that's the beginning you got to use that as the launch pad but now you've got to go get you know systems and and a business plan and a public relations plan and like that's why the guy from Squatty Potty was successful because he didn't stop on Shark Tank he went and then got it on the Howard Stern and then got it on to the next show and then put it on Good Morning America and on and on and on. Exactly. So, and then did this test in Bed Bath & Beyond. So you, you take that, use it as a launch pad and, and, and run with it. Yeah, as I say, my new book, I got a new book coming out myself and it's called Think Big, Act Bigger. And I tell people it's called hard work because it's hard. You know, it's oh, yeah. It's exactly. It's, it's you, a grind. We, you know, we got there. Yeah. We, we got there with some luck. We all do. Everybody's got luck yeah. in some cases, but we did it mostly by just overcoming the sheer odds. And, and you know, yeah. and, and you've done a great job. And 
I want to give you a chance. This is a, a section in the show where I shameless plug. And if anyone could give a shameless plug better than my one of my guests, Gene Simmons, who's probably one of the most shameless people I've ever seen, you can give <laughs> the best plug because this is what you do. You do infomercials. You do television. So give me whatever shameless plug you want. Plug something. Okay, so I, I, I just have to go back to um... – my my digit business sounds that cool. I'm yeah. digit. I'm so excited about it because so you know I got this whole team of you know from Laura Wagner on down. I mentioned it, the rest of the team and we we did a little. So this is the power. Of, you know I love watching these crowdfunding things. We just we went on a crowdfunder and just like this within 30 days, all of a sudden we got seven hundred thousand dollars raised, which our goal was only a half a million. So we're way over the goal and the team is excited I, and it's funny because i'm in new york right now and i just saw laura wagner last night we were high-fiving and you know we've we've come up with this new platform to help entrepreneurs take their business to get you know they, they basically they can you know it's an api plug-in that's patent pending and it's it, it it gives a groundbreaking new system for merchants they can start in minutes choose the fees they want from zero to three percent and get paid the next day so um, you know, it's, we've already got a billion dollars in verbal commitment. So awesome. it is, you know, it is an amazing uh, a story of the, I mean, don't, don't you wish that the Kickstarters of the world and the oh. crowdfunders been around <laughs> we, when, if we, when we were younger? Ex- uh, we would have been all over that. You and I would have both yeah. dominated. We would, have been, we would have right now, between the two of us, a couple hundred extra companies. At least, yeah. at least if and, we'd have had something and, like that. And, and so this, this to me, that's the way I got to finish our, our, our interview. I think uh, it was great catching up with you. I think you know I'm, I'm so excited about digits, and I, and I know it's it's going to go to the, the well, moon here. So um, I'm going to tell people about it. Today, well, no, it's awesome, yeah. my friend. We're, I'm going to have you back because we have too much fun. This is, I mean, can you believe we get paid for this? This is awesome. I like it. I I like it. it. I love it. Well, don't forget digits. Don't forget Kevin Harrington. If he's selling something, you ought to buy it. That's all I got to say. So, hey, Kevin, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure, my friend. Jeffrey, I'll see you in New York soon, okay? You got it. Cheers. good. Bye. Okay, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Fortinet. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. You know, after every show, I love to do what I learned, and I learned a lot. I learned, first of all, you know, Kevin and I have known each other. He was at my TV premiere. We've met a couple different times. We've chatted. But uh, we got a chance to catch up today, and it was a lot of fun. And, man, did I really have fun. And you can tell that. It comes through. You know, sometimes the, these interviews, some of them are not as exciting as others. Some, yeah, it's just the nature of the business. But I tell you, I had a lot of fun with him. And I think that was what uh, was the biggest thing was how much fun. But more than that, how much fun business can be. That's always a great thing. But I, here's the biggest thing I learned was learning from mistakes. You know, you got to do that. We fail. We fail a lot. Guys like Kevin, guys like me, every successful entrepreneur and business person I know has a string of failures. And it's about how do you put a process or something in place, a, a filter or something, something to check it, validate it, make sure that you're on you're on target. I think that's important.
important. It's real, real important for you to have that. It checks and balances a little bit on that. And then I loved it that he said, sales guys love sales guys. And so he said, you got to make sure that you have some extra people that balance you out. So if you're the leader of that business and you're the sales guy like me, because, man, I hardly ever see a deal I don't like. I, that's, the fa- that's the fact. I mean, I love selling stuff, and I can sell anything. And even when I see bad ideas, I find ways to sell it because I'm trying to solve problems. And it's good to have great partners like my good friend Carl who says, hey, are you nuts? Or I am going to hit you in the head with a two-by-four if you move forward with that. And then the third thing I learned, take a break. Take a break. You know, Lee Iacocca once said, if you can't walk away from the business for a couple weeks and take vacation, you must not have been a very good leader. So remember that. And today, it's been great visiting with you. And don't forget to tell your friends, please, please subscribe and send to your friends and say, hey, did you hear what they said on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on Play.it? This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.